Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Rob Mazak on Wednesday, 15th of March, 2023. I am a psychic medium, and I do talk about a lot of different subjects, but today I want to do a, just a quick little blurb about the financial system, which is, uh, you know, a little straying away from the metaphysical. However, the way I look at it is that no matter what your state of being is, no matter what your state of spirituality is, your connection to the divine, whatever, right? You still, and I still, need to live in this world. And we do operate this human body that requires food, water, clothing, shelter, all that. And in order to maintain this body in a an ideal state of existence, no no matter what level you're speaking of, it, it does require some type of monetary system, some way of purchasing those things that we need. Now, you know, it, it would be lovely to think that we could live off of love. We could live off of the spirit of the land. You know, and I'm sure there are people out there that can do it. I have heard about some folks that actually have never eaten or drinking anything in their life, and yet they survive. So I don't know. I'm not saying it's impossible. But for 99% of us or more, uh, we really do need to feed and water this body of ours. You know, and in order to do that, we definitely need to have some type of gainful employment and and use the system that is in place for us to acquire those things and that's money right every country has money as far as i know i mean I, i'm not quoting this as if i'm some type of financial expert but uh, i'm pretty sure money rules the world and it uh, definitely drives the economy and uh powers everything that we do outside of things like electricity and all that right so anyway as you might imagine, I wanted to touch on the banking failures a little bit that have been happen happening lately. And I mean, I've looked at the, the financial system and, and listened to a lot of different people talk about it, read a lot of articles about it. And, you know, in reality, money really, even though we can get it in physical form, really doesn't exist as we know it, right? And it, I think it's going to be in very short order that we will be on the digital dollar. I mean, they've already uh, put that into motion to set up that system. I'd have to dig up the document. But I saw uh, government documents, I should say not government documents, but on government websites uh, where President Biden has ordered the the uh, building and structure of that system. So I think it's coming. I'm pretty sure that uh, that's going to be a thing. And although a lot of people might think, well, what's the difference if we go to a digital dollar because a dollar's money doesn't really exist anyway. And in a way, that's true. Because if you look at the banking system, for example, the regulations have always been primarily in place that 
uh, allows banks to loan money based on a very small percentage of actual value or, or way of, to back up those loans. And for the longest time, it's been about 10%. So in other words, if, some, if a bank wanted to lend out $100, it would have to have at least $10 in value, gold, money, you know, whatever, to back that up to have it on uh, in their vaults, if you will. And, uh, you know, it's not necessarily like it used to be, you know, in the old days when, you know, banks had big vaults and gold and cash and all that in it. But, you know, I'm using vaults as probably a term that doesn't mean a lot these days. However, so, and the other interesting thing is that you can then loan another uh basically let's see 110 percent again on the loan that you loaned out based on the the original ten dollars so on and on it goes right and so basically you're allowed to loan out money based on initially some value you have in the vault and then on the value of all the loans that you push out so as you can see, this is a very simple explanation. However, uh, since I'm not a financial expert, you know, I'm not going to drill down on everything. But as you can see by this little paradigm that uh, there's very little money in existence. I mean, if you think about it, you go down to the bank, process a loan for your house. Say it's uh, $250,000, which is kind of low these days. But where do you think that money comes from? They simply type $250,000 into the computer and suddenly $250,000 exists on a computer loaned against an actual asset, your home, right? And so where is the real value? Is it in the bank? No, it's your home. And so you, you wonder really if, even if you pay off your house, you are really the owner. I mean, I, I'm not so sure about that, right? Because even the land, in most cases, that you, that you have your home on must be valued and paid and tax paid on that land. So you could own your house outright and refuse to pay your taxes on the land that the house sits on. And guess what? They can come take your house. So do we really... Do we really own the home? Anyway, I'll, I'll digress on that for a second, right? And so there's been a lot of talk about what happened with the Silicon Valley Bank. And I've heard lots and lots of people talk about it. Um, there's a, a couple of things of note on that that I think I wanted to share. What, one being, you know, banks have to make money as well. So they take your money, your dollars, and they will invest it in some way shape or form so that they can also create interest in and in, um, uh, dividends on some type of investment and from what i understand most of the banks will will buy into uh, u.s treasury bonds you know basically giving the money that you gave them back to the government and they and they give that uh the bank back a a promise to repay that through this bond when they when they so choose to collect on that 
Now, what I understand about Silicon Valley Bank is that they bought a bunch of those, and you know they have like two hundred billion dollars in supposedly deposit assets. But uh, when they bought these bonds, they they were very uh, low interest bonds, and so as interest rates drive up by set by the Federal Reserve, which is uh, once again not federal. Those bonds then become very, very undervalued based on their original cost, and so uh, what I what I also understand is that somehow or another uh, there was a bank run on Silicon Valley Bank, and a lot of people wanted their 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 money out of there, and they could not produce actual money because they don't have enough actual money, and so. What they were trying to do is is sell off these bonds and find ways to get some of the money back for these bonds. And, and guess what? They couldn't meet it. And so they could not pay their depositors the money that they graciously gave the bank. I say graciously gave the bank, but there's a lot of uh, startup loans at this bank, apparently. It's one of the, the go-to banks for that. Now, that's one way to look at it, right? Now, this is you know, based on this story, based on the... Um, 10% rule that we talked about earlier. Now, I, I did find a website that shows the history, and it, it does seem to, there's some interesting language, but it looks like it's, it was, it's been anywhere between 3 to 10%, depending on what level of um, investments that the bank has or money that the banks have. But I saw somebody share a video about this, and I went and looked it up and found it myself. And so on the website, the Federal Reserve Board, Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System, right? There it is in black and white. I'll read it to you. As announced on March 15, 2020, the board reduced reserve requirement ratios to 0%. Effective March 26, 2020. This action eliminated reserve requirements for all depository institutions. I mean, there's more in this page, but think about that for a second. Now banks, almost three years now, yeah, almost three years, have not had to have any backing on your deposits. 10% seemed like a far stretch obviously, but 0%. So I wonder if this Silicon Valley bank actually fell into this, and that's where they really got in trouble. Because, I mean, think about it for a second. $209 billion, I think it was, over $200 billion were on deposit at this bank. That's a lot of money. Yet... That bank failed. And so, I mean, I'm sure there's other reasons, but these are the things that are popping up on the face value of the story. And so, a lot of people have suggested that, well, why don't we just go get all of our money out of the bank? Let's get all this stuff in, in, in bills and uh, uh, keep it at the house or whatever, right? And that sounds good and all, but... You know, there's more and more and more places that are going away from cash.
I personally in my business don't keep a lot of cash at the office. So if somebody hands me a $100 bill to pay for something, I honestly don't have change for it. And so, you know, it is much easier, at least I find, that I grab their card, they can cash at me, they can do a lot of different things, you know, to pay me. And it's so easy and and it's really not hard to do. And so, you know, I, I understand the convenience and um, how easy it is to not have to mess with cash, right? And so nowadays, criminals have to be a little more white-collar, right? And, you know, not, not as many people are brandishing guns trying to steal cash, right? But anyway, uh, they I, I think we've been slowly and surely working our way to a cashless society, if you will, right? Quote-unquote. And I'm sure that almost all the religious texts talk about this and predict this, that, that money will be something that will be ultimate control which if you think about it will be right if we end up i should say when we end up uh, with the digital dollar or the digital something and there really is no more cash and they force us to only use digital currency imagine the control that one might have or an institution or a government or some type of regulatory body would have on your life. If everything is forced to go through the system, the bank or whatever they're using, then they can monitor everything you do. I mean, they already monitor the heck out of us now. I mean, we could talk about that too, but you know, but the other, the other thing that's going to go along with this, I think really, truly, and surely go along with this, is that when we are leashed to the system and the only way we can buy and purchase and get paid is through a digital system of some sort only, then they, I say they, We'll say the powers of be across the planet and can then decide what you buy, where you buy it, if you need to buy it. And if you owe a bill, if you owe a speeding ticket or there's a fine that's uncollected, they don't have to go search for you and, and, and knock on your door and give you a warrant and force you to pay it. Guess what? They just take it right out of your account. They don't have to find you at all because they know where you are. They know where your money is. You know, I don't I don't think we're I think we're almost there now. I don't think that I think there's enough cash left going on that it's kind of keeping it at bay just a little bit, but I guarantee you it won't be long before uh there's no option for cash whatsoever. And it's going to be a very interesting and dangerous time. I mean, if you look at places like China, they already have instituted this kind of thing. You know, they have a social credit system and all kind of stuff. And if, if somebody's buying a lot of different things that they shouldn't, for example, they'll see patterns. And these patterns will reduce their social credit score. And their social credit score 
gives them access to things that are fun, things that are required, access to uh, uh, services, things like that. I mean, I don't know if you guys read the story, but when the most recent uh, revolt, if you will, or, or riots by the Chinese population over the recent COVID lockdowns, even you know, even after <laughs> a, a few years of this being around, uh, all the government simply had to do to to uh, squash that was to just turn off their accesses because apparently in China everything is run off of a system like this. They have to use their phone, their device, which we carry everywhere, right, to access their home. To access their bank, to access the, the uh, how they get paid, everything runs through the system, whatever system they're using. And so all they had to simply do is turn it off, you know. And, and guess what? You can go ahead and ride if you like, but you're not going to eat. Can't get in your house, you know. Can't work. And so this is is where I think we are going, and where we're going to end up very quickly. I would imagine it's probably going to happen sometime this year uh, or early 2024 at best, right? And so I think the um, I think the original directive from our president was to have a proposal on his desk, if you will. I think by this year, if I remember right, I'd have to dig it up, but. I'm sure anybody could find it. See, you know, the, the funny thing is they don't hide any of this stuff, guys. They don't hide any of this because I, I, I found this information that I just quoted to you. It wasn't that hard, right? I mean, it's all there. And so I think that's the, the real secret of what's going on is, is I guess they don't feel like they're lying to you because they do put it out somewhere. They don't necessarily go on the news and, hey, hey, guess what, guys? We just reduced the backing of your money at every bank to 0%, so good luck. No, they're not going to do that. But the information is there. There's very little of anything that's secret. I mean, you, I mean, sure, there's things they won't talk about, they won't release. But majority of the things that are going on, they're there. They are all there. All you got to do is find it, you know, and the, the Internet is a vast, vast array of information. I mean, almost endless, you know, and, 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 and the, the sad part is my understanding, having look at the levels of the Internet, that basically even the enormity of what we can find just by searching on the Internet is, I'm told that as low as is as one percent of the available information across the internet, most of that is in the quote unquote dark web, and so that could be used as a bad term, if you will. But that's usually where information lies. That you know, for institutions that that lock that information down just simply for their own institution. So the dark web gets a really interesting name, and I'm not saying that. Things aren't being hidden there, but I don't think it's all as bad as they say it is. But anyway, I, I, I strongly suggest you guys do your homework, do your research. 
because uh, this is the world we live in and this is the world we have to live in. This is where we have to survive. And I don't care what level of path of, or, of spirituality or enlightenment you are on. I tell you what, if you're not eating, you're not working, you're not providing for the needs of your human sleeve, your human body, you're not going to be very motivated to work on yourself. I can guarantee you that. And so I, I encourage you guys to really understand the system that we live in so that you can find a way to survive in it so that you can continue on your path of enlightenment or your or um, your spirituality, whatever you want to call it, right? And so anyway, I wanted to share that for a minute because I... I, I I was blown away the first time I ever heard about the 10% thing with the banks. But I'm even more concerned and blown away when I found out that they reduced it to 0% all across the spectrum. That is crazy. You know, so uh, hang on, strap in, guys, because times are going to be fun. Times are going to be interesting. And uh, make sure you're, you're mindful of your surroundings and what's going on so that you're not surprised, you're not the last one to find out. That's my suggestion. Don't dwell on the news, per se. Learn it, understand it, keep it in the back of your mind, write it down, whatever, so that uh, when the time comes and people are freaking out, you already know what's going on and you know how to perhaps work around it or work with it, because it's coming. It's not, it's not something that's... Um, going to stop anytime soon so anyway i will go ahead and uh curtail this podcast this little talk and say you know live your life stay strong and uh we will talk with you soon